Rock and roll. Oh, that's that's something that's something you would say at sports, wouldn't it? Woo. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Playlist Game with James, Henry and Lewis. This is of course the podcast where we each come prepared with a 10 song playlist based on a shared thematic title. So, how are we, James and Lewis? I'm very well actually, thank you. I do love the way that you say, of course, during the intro. Yeah, I like that as well. So, it really alienates the new listeners. I never write it, I always just say it, I don't know why. It always just comes up. You come across it and you... In the heat of passion. You come across it and you're like, oh, well, I know that, obviously. <laughs> you don't need to tell me, paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I think that the Playlist Games concept is more uh, well-known than it actually, yeah, actually is. It's like, every, like when they read out the rules for, like, pointless, I'm like, everyone knows. Yeah, everyone. Know. Yeah, Alexander, so like, Armstrong, Alexander Armstrong can say, of course. Yeah, but I can't. I, maybe I'm mm-hmm. walking, I'm, so I'm running before I can walk. We have we have a much later segment on BBC One, don't we? So very, probably. very, very, very late. <laughs> yeah, sort of uh, fifty or so years <laughs> after. But well, I mean that's a, that's a sort of hopeful estimate, isn't it? Maybe yeah. if all media in the world is wiped out in the apocalypse, maybe we would have a chance. Maybe they could replace Mornington Crescent with something even more ludicrous and unfollowable. Yeah, play this game. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll wait until you hear the afternoon tea session. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, so Lewis, apparently you have the uh, the honour of giving us a little intro question. So, what is it, basically? Well, I won't take the, I won't take the honour from this one because it was given to me by Lama. She she loves the archery questions at the beginning, and she said, "Can I suggest one?" And I said, "Yes." Run it by me. She did, and I liked it. Friend of the podcast, Lama. Friend also of the podcast. Friend of Lewis. Yeah, friend, just general friend, friend of us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just nice woman, Lama. <laughs> That's a nickname, Pleasant isn't human it? being, Lama's arcade. <laughs> nice yeah. woman, Lama. Um, anyway, her question is... <laughs> You're right. You, you nice. Give us the, nice. the question, Lewis. Okay, the question nice is... Nice woman, Lama. <laughs> what is one thing you want to do before you die? When am I going to die? Who knows? It's the eternal question, James. If we need like, that, I would we say, like, everything. Maybe Just... I'd say grandchildren. Like, I'd have grandchildren. But, like, I might die, like, next week. And that that's a really short time frame. You need at least 18... No, not 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one. I think go into space. Go into space. Go into space? Go into space? Yeah. Do you think that's Why realistic not? to do before you die? Do you think that'll be... Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh, it's yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll do All that. Right, that was easy. Yeah. How much How much money would they they have to um, how low does the price have to be before you're gonna butt get on that? Because you can go to space now, right? If you pay like whatever it's like seven mm. million dollars, you can go to space. So I, how I, low does the price have to yeah. be before you're gonna say yeah, that's worth it? Um, oh, I haven't thought this through. <laughs> There's so many, like, so many of my thoughts. I'd say, but like in also, fifty for years, how long would you go whatever to space? it is, whatever it is, in fifty years' time, I'll be up there in space. I'll be an old man oh. in space. Yeah, 
Like, would you would you pop up there for the day? Like you go to the skirit? Whatever, whatever or would I have. You sort of go for a, whatever's available. Go for a weekend. I think st- a long weekend. Whatever's whatever's well, saying, right, within my budget. They, um, yeah. They're considering having elderly people being the the first people to go to Mars, right? Because such a long and arduous journey that they don't think they're ever going to come back. <laughs> so they're saying send some old folks who are going to die anyway. Yeah. Also, isn't there like loads of radiation along the way? Yeah, exactly. Mm. I guess that's the arduous part, isn't it? Mm. Well, so they're, they're Think really, about old people yeah. is they're less resistant to arduous yeah, conditions. Exactly. That's, what, yeah. they, that's yeah. what they do anyway, isn't it? <laughs> so that, yeah. What about what about you, James? Is there anything? So yeah. Anything to do before I die? God, I don't think we're massively it? ambitious people, but maybe. Maybe that's no, I'm pretty content. I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm I'm disappointed with this, honestly. I'm thinking something like I want to find the best place for a piss in the world. But you won't know that, especially if you die. Yeah, but like unless you ask every single person. Yeah, but where I, I, but piss. I just want to keep pissing everywhere, and eventually I can be like, yeah, that's the best place to piss. You were disappointed with my. You were disappointed with my answer, which is go to space. You would much rather an answer like yours. Find the best place in the world to have a Wii. That's what you were yes. looking for from it. Hmm, right. Yeah. Something. Where is the whim- Where is the whimsical? Where oh, is the best place you've weed? Oh. Okay. One of the best weeds I've ever done was in Cornwall. <laughs> actually, this very this very past week, it was. Very, oh, hang on. It was oh, scenic. It was a scenic. As week. if, as if your best weed just happened to be in the last week. It was one of I the best weeds. I don't buy weeds. that for a it second. Wasn't one of the best weeds. It wasn't the best weed. It was up there though. What was the All best right. way? Imagine, like, what? imagine. Oh, it's hard to say. There were some good ones in Cuba, right? We had some good Cuban wees with some good yeah, vistas. Some good, yeah, some good, good vistas. Ones, Can I tell you my best way? Imagine. Mm. Go on, I'd yeah. love to. Yeah, please do. So, my, well, I'm sorry, Lewis. Sorry to hijack your question, but. Um, no, no, go for it. Uh, my best way was last year, at latitude. And uh, <laughs> I was having a wee, you know, on one of those sort of like. You know, they obviously erect those portable urinal things. And I stood there having my mm. wee. And, uh, and this fly starts buzzing around. I'm like, oh, what's he on about? And a little nose. And then I didn't aim. No aim whatsoever. But it, it flew straight into my jet stream. And then no, flailed about a that bit. That is good. Flailed about a bit. I didn't aim, And I was just like, oh, I can't stop. I'm not going to aim away because there's people either side. And uh, and it succumbed to the power, uh, and and then just and then floated, literally just dropped into the pool and then floated down, floated away. And I I I, I said out loud, nasty way to go. I said that out loud <laughs> around a bunch <laughs> around a bunch of strangers. Wow, uh, that was my best way because I was like. That was like a almost that's like a, yeah, you, that's know, good. you know like Bond pulls a trigger and then says like a really cool fitting mm. line. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was nothing like that. It was like that. <laughs> it was like that. It was it was about as far removed from James Bond as I could possibly imagine. It's the most James Bond I've ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that checks out. I reckon. Yeah. It definitely says most... more about you than it does James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take that, but you can't, you know. Yeah. I was on cloud nine. You're not going to shoot, you can't shoot me down from there. I was I was on top of the no, world. No, no, I think second. that's, 
And, and also with no, with no guilt. No, zero guilt from me, because I didn't do anything. It just, just you know, it was like a suicide. Yeah. It was like, it was like yeah. a suicide. It wasn't malicious. No. It was, you yeah. know. A kamikaze fly. Yeah. I can't stop midstream. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. Wouldn't expect you to. No. So today we have a very uh, exciting title. It is Sports Day. This is proposed by James. James, why don't you tell us why you chose it? Uh, to be honest, I thought of this title. And I just thought it sounded quite whimsical, mm. and uh, yeah, I thought it'd be an interest. I thought it'd be a difficult one to do, so it's a bit of a challenge. I thought, uh, sure. and I'd like to see what you guys came out with, how you've interpreted it, because uh, I think there's quite a few different ways you probably could have thought about it, and what songs you have for us. Nice. Go for it then, James. Start us off. All right, I will certainly. Oh, rats. Is this a is this a clash already? Already, yeah. Oh wow. no. Straight in with a clash. <laughs> this is Total Football by Parkett Courts, and it is the opening song from their 2018 album Wide Awake with an exclamation mark. Mm. So that's why it's first, and um, yeah, so sorry about that, Henry. <laughs> It's actually a really politically charged song, and not really against, uh, not really about sports. It's mostly about fascism and being against it, uh, with like the odd, sort of mildly football-related reference. Mm. Is it as talking as as about about uh, like football hooliganism? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Then. No, it's not at all. That. <laughs> anything? Anything more about the song, James? Uh, oh, you sound, you say that like you've got loads more about the song. No, like, no. Oh, you haven't researched it. <laughs> no, no. It's <laughs> not. not, not. <laughs> if we get to if we get to your playlist and you're like, aha, my thesis on this song. Well, I like, I'm not going to say anything about it because I just want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll, otherwise we'll have no more to talk about. I don't know how many times it happens yeah, like, whenever true. we have a clash, and we just say whoever's second up. It was like everyone's unlucky enough to be second up. It just has to be like, right, well, I've said all everything I can about this song, so... Yeah. And they just they look like a massive tit. I'm not having that. Yeah, I'm not having that. I'm rebelling like... against that. Okay, so fine. Gonna... Keep it. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, not this song as well. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe it's just the whole playlist is just copied and they just <laughs> just jumbled about a bit. Well, maybe there's only ten songs about sports. <laughs> Oh, lads, you've got me as well. All ten of my Are you serious? All ten of my songs are just a chain by Peter Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. No, I, 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 don't, I don't have this. Oh, do you not? I don't, know. Oh, okay. Well, this is The Chain from Fleetwood Mac's 1977 album, Rumours. And it's in here because it's the only song I associate with sports, having never watched sports. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the iconic ending bass riff uh, was used by BBC, BBC's F1 coverage from 1978, and it has remained part of the sports culture ever since. From 1978? Christ, yeah. that is amazing. Wow. I didn't it's know just, it was that far back. It's just completely synonymous with Formula One. You can't listen to that bit when yeah. it comes in without yeah. thinking, without expecting to hear. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yeah. And that man drives faster than that other man, takes the corner, speeds up, slows down. <laughs> that man's now faster than this man, he slows they down. They don't even do that much slowing down. 
No, it's just a lot of speed nut really, isn't it? Actually, you know, sometimes they all slow down at the same time, and then a, a much slower car drives in front of them for a bit. And I never understood that. James, why you said you mentioned just then that you don't watch a lot of sport. Why did you pick Sports Day? Oh yeah, good point. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, literally, it literally was because it was a whimsical title, and I was like, that kind of sounds like a fun title. Because I was gonna pick sports, I was like, all right, let's come up with some songs about sports. And then you put it on there before before I did. I oh, was like, well, I was like, well, Jake, I don't, like, I don't associate you with a lover of at least like sports that you might find on TV. You don't watch, to my knowledge, yeah. at least. What mm, do you, in no. fact, what do you watch any sport that's on TV? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, do I you don't watch the all. Olympics? Uh, like I don't look at the schedule and go, oh, heavens, better look at the running. But, like, you'll put, it, you'll put it on if it's on. If it's on, yeah. It'll probably, it'll normally replace my pointless watching at, like, whatever pointless is on, <laughs> quarter five. Hmm. Oh, no. You're not serious. No, I'm not serious. It's fine. Okay. Ah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, this is Equestrian by Omni. And it's from their 2017 album, Multitask. Omni is a lo-fi post-punk band signed to, Henry's gonna like this, Sub Pop, which is the same record label as Father John Misty. Wow. This song is apparently a a song, well, this is a quote from him. He says this song is about the privileged and self-loathing. It can be unknowingly fun and disgusting at the same time to live in the now. So, whatever that means. (laughs) Is that, like... (laughs) Is that, like, I can't tell if it's, like, deep or, like, just bullshit. Sometimes you just think, why can't I just... Why can't you just tell me what the song's about? Is it just about anything? Yeah, I know. Just give me something. (laughs) Yeah. I'll very much touch on that later, though. Don't you worry. Okay, good. So, um, this song, I wanted to put the song on because, like, I don't know, Equestrian's slightly out there in terms of sports. Yeah. You know, I oh, don't yeah. do Equestrian. Do you play Equestrian? Is that no, it's, the oh, term? Jake. <laughs> equestrian just, just means to do with horses, right? Yeah. It's not yeah, a sport yeah, no, in itself. Yeah, but, like, I, I want to say, like, I don't play Equestrian. I don't play, yeah. I don't do. You don't partake I, I, in equestrian I don't partake in activities. Equestrian. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't equest. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd like you to take this one seriously, uh, please, because this is a very important song. This is Get Your Head in the Game, and it's a 2006 Disney hit um, from the film High School Musical. And it represents Troy Bolton, the protagonist's struggle to reconcile his seemingly conflicting love of both basketball and singing, at both of which he is extraordinarily adept. And this is a film about going against the status quo and resisting peer pressure, which is what sport is all about. Have you read... Did you just come up with that or did you read it from some... Did someone I else knew, read that? I, I, wrote, I wrote that down. Really? Yeah, I, knew, I know what High School Musical is about. How much do you rate a High School Musical? No, I don't really like it, no. <laughs> 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 I 
But going to going to what Lewis said about sort of uh, kids' sports days, this is this is what I thought of straight away. Yeah. Because the the title sports day does have connotations of like young people's sports, and I was like, young people's sports, <laughs> High School Musical. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, this had I think I really wanted to put this on here. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's probably the last time I, I that, respect it. It's probably the last time that uh, the artist is listed as Troy. It's probably the last. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the character Troy. <laughs> it's probably you all know him. Yeah, it's probably the last time he'll he'll make an appearance. And what an appearance! Yeah, a memorable right. one. Yeah, what? A, yeah, this actually this song as well is like, it really just sums up basically the whole storyline of High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, because it do, it is literally about the main plot point. Yeah, so it's it's just a, there you go. Yeah, it's it's the whole you know it's a, it's an incredibly adept piece of work really to fit that all in yeah, it, in it distills the essence of the of the work so yeah this is my fifth song marathon by tennis and is not about marathons or tennis but <laughs> sailing <laughs> it is from their 2011 album cape dory an album written after the husband and wife duo took a sailboat off the east coast of the u.s for eight months wow and i think that's sort of reflected in the sound of this whole album and this song have a happy-go-lucky whimsically nautical vibe there you go yeah i like that this is the sort of this is the sort of song i'd listen to on my uh on my river ferry <laughs> yeah speaking of which actually i uh i actually took a river ferry with my car just a few days ago james and i thought of you the entire time i, I saw you just sent me a picture and that, I did. that was amazing yeah i was really envious well it was this? a five pound journey where was it it was in cornwall whereabouts um so it was between a little town called foy and a very small mm. fishing village whose name I forget. Do you uh, think it was worth five pounds? I mean, it's a, the other way of getting to Foy from where we were was driving another 45 minutes, so probably. Oh, cool. This is Mod Diff V Diff Hard Severe, Ooh. and it's by Half Man Half Biscuit from their 2018, 2018 album No One Cares About Your Creative Hub, So Get Your Fucking Hedge Cut. Uh, this is about a sport that I do care about, climbing, and it's packed full of climbing metaphors, uh, as well as references to popular Welsh climbing destinations. Wow. For example, Clamberis. And, and it sounds the way it does. God, this must be your, your, your dream, James. Yeah, I know. I do like Half Man Half Biscuit, just because he does have some clever lyrics as well as just a, a quite intense uh, sort of pop punk sound. Yeah. yeah. So you spoke just then, James, about how you like it because he's got climbing references. What would you say as a guy who doesn't yeah. massively like his sport but does really like climbing? Are your top three sports? Mm. What other two sports find their way? nestled in with climbing oh very good is running a sport yeah i mean yeah i suppose i like running I like a little, is, yeah i like a little run yeah not like not like a, yeah but i don't do that competitively but i don't do any sports competitively no it's fine yeah running right, well, definitely I, I enjoy yeah. the act i enjoy the act of running that's sort of the main exercise i'm doing at the moment yeah hmm, hmm. what's that other one then a third sport a third sport, eh? <laughs> you have to uh, phone a friend. 
<laughs> I just like running through all the sports I know. None of them are very engaging. Rowing? What about uh? What about rowing? Yeah, you did rowing, rowing for a number of no, years. Rowing, have you ever watched rowing? It's boring as hell. Yeah. Have you ever done rowing? It sucks. <laughs> <sighs> like no one could honestly sit down and say, "Oh yeah, I like rowing." Well, I think lots of people do that. <laughs> they do that all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, you could argue that. The Wink about... of us twins. Yeah. What about um? I quite like. What about karate? You did that as well. Karate is karate's good actually. Martial arts, mm. quite. But then uh, martial arts has a lot of sort of quite political connotations these days. I mean, if you like it, you like it. <laughs> I guess so, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I will quickly go on to my next song, which is not the song that I thought it was going to be. Oh. Anyway, this song is "Everyone's a Winner" and it is my most tenuous song because it's not really about sports it's got the title everyone's a winner and people win at sports occasionally sometimes they don't anyway this is from t seagal's 2018 album freedom's goblin and is a cover of the 1978 song by hot chocolate Tisa Girl apparently started singing this live and just really enjoyed doing it, so he put it into his his new album. Well, not his, well, it was then his new album when he said that. It's now an old album, because it's from two years ago. Anyway, just thought this was quite nice, quite good. Is it, a, is it a cover that was worthwhile doing, do you think, in your eyes? It's not one of those covers that just recreates it. No, good. Well, sure, I mean, if you've heard anything by Hot Chocolate, right, you know the sounds yeah. nothing like them. No, it doesn't. So. Mm. I think, I think, yeah, I think, why not? Yeah, yeah, fair I enough. Like this. this is my eighth song. This is appropriately titled Sports. Ooh. And it's a song by Stockholm-based Viagra Boys from their 2018 album Street Worms. And this artist, this band, uh, sort of spent a lot of time criticising Western interpretations of masculinity. And this song is a sort of comical exacerbation of that uh, delivered in a really like low voice uh, and the lyrics are a lot of sort of slight innuendo so it's very much a, it's a critique of um, particularly American masculinity mm, I like this that was quite fun. And they said, yeah, he, cool. he says it in the in the sort of sports, in that kind of yeah. sky sports sort yeah. of way in which they drum that into your skull. I like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's well done, yeah. Quite oh, neat. no, I like the, yeah. the message as well, actually. It's something I hadn't considered, personally. Mm. And it's that association of, like, sports with masculinity as well. But, yeah, um, well, how much do you feel James and... And I think, I mean, Lewis, you're not massively, because I was going to ask you, like, what are your three sports? But you don't watch a lot yeah. of sport on TV, do you? Like, um, no, no, I, I don't watch a lot of sports. It's probably more than just it's something, it's something that is it is associated with masculinity a yeah. lot. Because like, I've, I've recently watched that IT crowd episode where, like, the whole premise of the episode is that men, they got talk, they made friends with men because they watch sports. Yeah. I, I Like, I, you know, so. it's, but it's, it's, it, there's a there's an element of hyperbole to that, but there is an element of truth. There's definitely I yeah, find it. Mm. I think me knowing about football and I do know about football massively helps me. 
it helps me make friends with male strangers. Like, it, like very generally, it just it just does. Um, yeah, and I'm just. I, I was just going to ask you, so, like, to what extent do you feel like? I don't know, like you're at a disadvantage, or you feel like you don't necessarily confide to the that standard masculinity. I don't know, but like, but I guess I don't know. And I think that like on it, in meeting the general man, like if I'm in yeah. the pub and there's just a random guy, then yeah, I have nothing to talk to him about. Surely, some of my dad's friends, something like that, like yeah. you know, laddie lads, mm. I would have nothing to talk to him about. But yeah. I think generally, I do all right. Just finding people yeah. who are into sports like, I'm not I'm not like, doubt- yeah, yeah. you normally it is possible to find people that aren't in sports I'm certainly not doubting that you guys don't you know get by I'm not saying that you're like struggling <laughs> but, but but you are right like yeah when I did my like law course they talked about rugby a lot and I was just like uh, I, yeah. I have nothing to contribute oh yeah yet. yeah computer science too actually yeah mm. big fans of rugby <laughs> sports in general Oh yeah. See I should have done CS. Damn. <laughs> and I'm really sorry if you thought we could get through my playlist without this ninth song. <laughs> you were just so wrong. Oh. <laughs> this is of course inevitably just uh yeah, perfectly suited. Going to the gym and it's a very rude 2015 single by Lethal Bizzle. Two two pulls put you in a coma. Do we in the Lambo Range Rover? Then sister Jeff and when I choke her, then sister the house no. Did I show you this song, James? Yeah, you did, yeah. I thought I did. because my life friend showed it to me and I put it on my first gym playlist I made. Yeah. Which I shared. Yeah, I think it's on everyone's first gym playlist. <laughs> Oh god, it's just painful to listen to, isn't it? No, it's joyous. <laughs> oh. Do you somehow my, my biceps are flexing, I can't stop it. I know, I know. How often do you listen to this, James? Um, I used to listen to it um, <laughs> embarrassingly regularly, <laughs> but now I have I haven't listened to it for like a year, two years, like like a long time now. Okay. But I did I listened to it in preparation for this and I I I did enjoy it. Oh, James, do you say your third favourite sport is weightlifting, potentially? Potentially, yeah. That is something I do enjoy doing very much. Go on then, Lewis. What are your top three sports? Right, well, climbing is going to be up there, for sure. Yep. Skiing, mm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the sport that I like to watch, and I wish I could play, but I can't, uh, basketball. Okay, yeah. When I was, yeah. In, when I was in America, I watched a lot of uh, NBA Oh. Of course, the the local team there was the Golden State Warriors, who are the best NBA team in the league, or they were at the time, at least. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was nice to be able to watch that, and to heck, my, my friends were into it, so I like that sport as well. Fair play. Easy. Henry? Uh, football. Easy. Um, uh, oh, football? Yeah, really? I know. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that mm. about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think cycling. And I can also watch cycling. Like a lot of people can't watch cycling, but I can. Um, and I, so, you make it sound like a really exclusive club. Well, no, because it, like it's not that interesting to watch. I no, think I is know, it? Yeah. Um, I love watching tennis, but I don't play it very much. Um, so I'm not sure whether I can pick that. And also, I do quite like watching rugby, but I don't play that. Um, I love playing table tennis, but I don't watch it. Probably, uh, 
I'll go for none of them. I'll go for skiing because obviously I did a ski season, oh, so right. it's got to be skiing. Yeah, it? you're pretty into skiing. It's got to yeah. be skiing. Yeah, sort of. um, yeah. But I don't watch. Many, do you like I watching? Watch, uh, no, I do. Uh, I do quite like watching skiing when there's a ski Sunday and they have some of the downhill stuff. That is pretty cool. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't. I couldn't tell you like a famous skier. I'd struggle to anyway. Fair. Okay, to finish us off, we have "Finish Line" by Day Jack from his 2016 album "Surf the Web." And Dayjack is a a he's a rapper of Nigerian origin, so he moved to Atlanta in obviously America from Nigeria at a young age. Just in case you were wondering where Atlanta was. Ah, <laughs> oh, that Atlanta. Told myself you gotta freak that guy, the one inside who never beat that night. So, you know what we were saying earlier about, um, uh, like, artists not coming out and telling you what their lyrics are about? Oh, yeah. So, I went on, you know Genius Lyrics sometimes has lyric annotations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, like, really struggling to find out what a song's about. Yeah. I went on to the, the, the Genius page for this song, and every single verse has verified annotations by the artist. Wow. Just, like, we're talking about... Like every every element of this song. How helpful! So it's like the opposite. Yeah, I know. Really great work, Day. So so <laughs> what is it about? Well, there's one verse that I just I just took a because I didn't want to do the whole I didn't want to do the whole uh, the whole song so I just took a took a an excerpt about one of the verses. Mm. He says there are two two ways of waking up. One, you think you're not going to have that great of a day, or two, you feel like you already won and everything is going to go right. The, the chorus is that second one. Damn, I'm already a winner. And because of that feeling, you end up winning more and more. I already have the gold medal before I even win. Wow. What about nice. when you w- what about when you just wake up for a wee? <laughs> or yeah, you still got to have that mindset, haven't you? Yeah, but what yeah, but he said there's only two ways to wake up. Yeah, but what if you wake up at like and if four you wake in the morning, up, and you just yeah. you literally and you, like, have, and you just walk like a zombie to the toilet and then back into bed and you go straight back mm, to sleep? Yeah, but that's, you have to have that mindset of everything's. You have to have that mindset. Of you've already won and everything's going to go wrong. I don't think I have any mindset. I think I'm just a zombie at that moment. I think that, I wake up when I when I need to wait. I wake up and I go right. I'm gonna smash this. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna beat my PB. Well, I want to see this. Empty that bladder. I I just I I can't see it. I can't see it. I I'm, I think mm. I'm I think I would challenge day. I'd say that there are three ways at least of waking up. Okay, thank you very much, James, for that playlist. Mm. I will go straight into mine. So here we go. This is my first song. This is Club Foot by Kasabian. It's the opening track from their debut 2004 album, Kasabian. <laughs> Uh, this song represents their, fir- their third single release and marked the moment they rose to critical and commercial acclaim the band. This is here because it was used, there's a number of reasons actually, it was used as the intro music to Pro Evolution 5, uh, basically the first football video game I got into. Uh, yeah, it was, so it, it always reminds okay. me of that. Um, and it was then used nearly 10 years later when I'd moved on from Pro Evolution, I'd moved on to FIFA video gaming. It was used for FIFA 13, so it was like, you know, it would follow me about when I was wasting my life wow. playing playing video <laughs> football video it's games. A big song in the virtual football yeah. world. Yeah, oh, oh, it's huge, and it's it's also in the real football world. So it's also used for Sky Sports's football coverage. 
So you cut, you know, whenever you're watching football, mm. it's there. Yeah, and then Arsenal. These are all football clubs, by the way. Arsenal, Aston Villa, and Benfica <laughs> oh. over in Portugal have all used it as entrance music. There you go. I mean, it, you know, it's got that kind of vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? As entrance music, it gets you, gets you pumped yeah. up. Oh yeah. This is my second song. This is "Gonna Fly Now," the theme from Rocky, uh, from Bill Conti. Ooh. This is from the soundtrack to the nice. 1976 movie starring Sylvester Stallone. It's just an iconic piece of music from an iconic Best Picture winner. It's just such a good song. And it's got got that cheese to it. It's so of its time. uh, The track actually made it to number one on the Billboard magazine's Hot 100. Uh, The song is instantly recognisable. Uh, it's obviously of its time. It's just like so of its time, but it's just one of the greatest sports slash training montage songs ever. Mm. I, for my money, I, I cannot hear this song without seeing a montage of something in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's, in my mind, it's better than Eye of the Tiger, um, which is another great uh, Rocky training yeah. montage song. Uh, that's mm. obviously the Survivor song, which was used in one of the Rocky sequels. I think this is just more classic. It's more, and it's got this great riff in the middle of it as well. This is very cool. It's very uh, sort of Starskin Hut. Oh, it's just awesome. And I actually went, you know, when I chose this part as my playlist, I I went for a run listening to this song, and you can't help but just get a bit of a a bit of a spring in your step listening just, to this. Just run that bit first. Yeah, you do, and you. You sort of smile along to yourself just to how ridiculous it is. It's just yeah. great. <laughs> you run drink up, some eggs. Run up yeah. some steps and wave your hands above your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is my third song. This is Take the Skinheads Bowling by Camper Van Beethoven. This is from their debut 1985 album, Telephone Free Landslide Victory. Uh, this song is in here because bowling is a sport. Uh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Take the skinheads bowling, take them bowling. But mainly because the music and the title itself is so relentlessly indie rock, and I thought it's really up our street. Um, the lyrics are fantastic, yeah. they're very funny. There's a bit in it when it says, uh, There's not a line here that rhymes with anything. I just love that line, it's just really funny. Yeah. And I was giving some, because I've, I've known this song for quite a while, I was doing some research about it, and it came out in 1985, but it still sounds tremendously fresh, I think. It's very, I think, I, you know, I say this a lot, yeah, but it's very much ahead of its time in merging elements of punk, folk, <laughs> there and it rock is. together. Yeah, it's just, but it just, it mm. just sounds like what everyone is doing at least 10 years later. It's, it's like, it's not, mm. it's not an 80s type song. It really isn't. I don't, you know. No, for sure. And I think it's I think it's great. It's just such a great song, um, and it fits perfectly with the kind of vibe of the playlist that I'm going for, and uh, with a little yeah, with a little bit of a reference to sport in there, which is enough to get it in. Yeah, I mean we've had some tenuous links today. It's interesting as well that a lot of the songs we've had today have been less than three minutes long. Punchy, yeah. Ana- yeah. Anaerobic rather than aerobic. Nice. Ah, nice. uh, yeah, very nice. Sports terminology there. Okay, I've been looking forward to showing you guys this song. I've listened to this a lot recently. I've been putting it off, introducing you guys mm. to it. This is LeBron James by the band Do Nothing. 
This is a 2019 single. Uh, the band itself has yet to release like a full album, although there is like an EP out from this year in which this song is actually on it. James, it's a shame to break up your holiday like this. It seems kind of fishy to me, but the monorail. I think the way in which he sings is quite uh, monotonous, quite conversational, but also very humorous. He's very talking heads. And, I, and uh, did a, I read an interview with him when he says there's a bit of there's quite a lot of L, LCD sound systems thrown in there as well. Yeah, very humorous, and um, you just know it would be a really amazing live show. I think it's that kind of band that you know it would be quite funny and quite lively, um, eccentric as well. It's in here again, pretty uh, tenuously in here because of the reference to the legendary basketball player that is LeBron James. Um, <laughs> And I just wrote here that it's, it's, it is a very inappropriately named artist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, and I'm very excited to see what's what do nothing do next. Okay, number five, we have cheerleader by Saint Vincent. So a different bit of a different uh, angle on sport. This is from her 2011 album Strange Mercy. So St. Vincent is actually Annie Clark, who was born in Oklahoma and who stepped out as her own act, as her own uh, entity essentially as a, as a musician in 2007, having been part of the backing band for pod favourite Sophie and Stevens. So, you know, Ooh, yeah. everything links together, you see, everything links together. Oh, I like that we have pod favourites. Yeah, I, I, I wrote that, I was like, I think he counts as a pod favourite, you know what I mean? I think so too. Sophie and Stevens and Lama. <laughs> <laughs> the two greats yeah. of the podcast. In the same way that pod favourite Bonnet Bonnevere or like pod favourite yeah. Paul Simon. They're, they're favourite, you know. Yeah, yeah, they are favourites. Yeah. Um they're friends of the pod. In this song itself, there are elements of grunge. Just, you know, a wee bit of it, you know, a mm. bit of grunge in there. She she's a massive fan of Nirvana, for example, she grew up. Uh, there's a bit of electronic influence in there, a bit of rock, a bit of jazz to her music, um, but a lot of poetry. Um in all her stuff that's a bit I actually saw St. Vincent, but I didn't really know I was seeing her um at Green Man oh, wow. many years ago. Maybe in Has 2000... everyone been to Green Man? Yeah, I, don't get I it. really do think they have. It's just it's really good for my kind of like yeah. Not yeah. pop music essentially, just just under the surface ever so slightly. You wouldn't you wouldn't catch Lana at, uh, No, Man. no. So Saint Vincent, she became the first solo female artist to win the Grammy Award for Best Alternative Album in 20 years mm. for her 2014 album. Um, she's really prolific. She's got loads of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. This is my sixth song. This is Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. This is his single from 1974, a classic disco tune and one of the best-selling singles of all time. Everybody was Kung Fu. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like a classic, like one-hit wonder kind of situation. So that's so funny. It this song actually coincided with an apparent craze in chop socky movies. That's actually the, the term, which is just <laughs> martial art, basically martial arts flicks. You know, like slightly cheesy martial mm. arts flicks, which you would imagine this song fitting perfectly with. Uh, that sure. was quite quite uh, well liked at the at this time. Uh, mm. in Western society so 
this song is in there. Just, it's just an unbelievably catchy tune that holds up today, I think, largely just because of how ridiculously fun it was and still is. It's just really mm. fun. It's just, there's no other element to it other than fun. It just doesn't take itself too seriously. And you put this on most parties, I think people are going to... They're not going to... I don't think they're going to sigh. I think they're going to get into it. Uh, you know, maybe after a couple of drinks, but I think they're going to get into it. It might be a bit of an eye roll situation, you know? Maybe, but then... I don't think... Gonna, oh, you don't start a party one. with this. I think maybe in the bit where it goes... Oh, ha, ha, ha. But then when it gets into it, maybe for that intro, people are going like, oh, what's this? But yeah. then when he comes in yeah. with the with the chorus, I think people and with some of the huh, those kind of like sound effects, uh, I I think people are getting into it. I'd like yeah. to think they are. Okay, this is my seventh song. This is Sunday Liga by the Imbeciles, a single from this year, 2020. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of fun. This song. This is just ultimate punk rock anarchic silliness with a little bit of psychedelia in there. Very few of their songs actually last longer than two minutes. And it's all about, you know, all last much longer than two minutes. It's all about that explosion of sound and emotion and something yeah. worthlessness. And this song perfectly captures just the madness of lower tier Sunday League football, just full of hungover, overweight men just hacking each other down <laughs> in the mud. <laughs> um, and they're sort of. Uh, backwards families watching from the sidelines. I mean, if you hadn't explained what Sunday League meant, I would not have really? had a clue. That's... So I'd be just like, glad you've and got that. And you know, it, this is not um, this is not a song that's tenuous linked to sport. This is all about just that yeah. atmosphere and that culture. It's all about it. Wow, it's great. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, it's, it's really good. It's very uh, Fontaine's DC. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. 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 And they've got an album. They I have... like that it's. I like that it's short. It's yeah. a whole album full of short songs. Well, yeah, most of their stuff is. And then, like that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, and they, their album, their album is good. I think this is my favorite from there from the album. Mm. But then maybe that's because I'm biased because I did as a teenager play Sunday League football. So there you go. It's all coming out now. Mm. So yeah, this is a clash. Uh, this is my eighth song, Total Football. From Parquet Courts. This is, as James said, from their 2018 album Wide Awake! Exclamation um, mark. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I basically I have this after Sunday Liga. It's a more accessible indie punk sound this time, but I think just as fun. Rebels. Parquet Courts. Is, uh, they're a prolific band, but this album is, I think, their most successful. It's like a collection of like a lot of musical influences I read. It's lots of uh, well, read and I have listened to. In fairness, it's not all just taken. Yeah. From play. Um, not going in blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's classic rock. There's a bit of folk, a bit of dance punk in there. Um, it's quite specialsy as well. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I can see um, that. Um, uh, and was actually produced by the legendary Danger Mouse, who's uh, as a producer, his touch does turn all to gold. Actually, if you look back at the stuff he's done. Um, mm. And this is something that I did not expect James to talk about, and he didn't. But Total Football um, <laughs> refers Gross. to a footballing culture made famous in the 1970s thanks to uh, Amsterdam club Ajax and the Dutch national football team. And the, it basically relies on the essentially the idea that every player in a team should be technically and tactically adept enough to interchange positions within a game itself. 
And it's just, if you watch and know about football today, it's more relevant. That idea of, you know, that philosophy is more relevant now than ever before, you could argue. Um, I know, like, for people that... Right. I always think, like, for people who don't understand football, who hear that, it's like, well, surely everyone on the pitch should be good at football. Like, that they can... Well, yeah, because that's what the whole message of the song is, that is about sort of working class uprising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and and, and that yeah. every yeah, and everyone's yeah. yeah yeah. So instead of yeah, and instead of everyone playing a set part, yeah, they oh, that's really interesting. Nice. This is yeah, another clash, unfortunately, but I think a worthy clash. I think it's it is. such a good song. Yeah. I'm not going to get upset hearing it again. This is the chain by Fleetwood Mac from the timeless 1977 album Rumors. This is in here, of course, you know, we've spoken about it before. His relationship with Formula One is just uh, intrinsic now by this stage. I heard it dated back as far as 1978. I, I heard that as well. Um, oh, weird. <laughs> um, uh, you know the, that recent Rolling Stone magazine list? At the top, the top 500 albums. They, they. Oh, I was wondering pub- when you're gonna break out I the know. Rolling Stone magazine list. <laughs> it's my go-to thing. Um, <laughs> this album is, I think, seventh. It's certainly in the top ten. Um, uh, it's just, it's just this sound, this artist, and that, the album in particular is, is that it's, it's more popular now than I think, than I think ever. It's just, people yeah. love it, and it's great. It's, it's great that people are really loving it at the moment. It's just such a great sound. I really you... like. Are you aware of why it's more popular now than it has been re- than than uh, than recently? Is it, oh, TikTok? Say some... it is TikTok. Oh, yeah, it is TikTok. Oh. So you're gonna say something about social media? Yeah, TikTok. There's a big meme going around where uh, people play the song "Dreams" and do certain things, and it's dumb. Oh. What things do they do? Uh, so I think the original one was some guy in LA just riding a skateboard in like a very idyllic manner, <laughs> listening to "Dreams." So I think yeah, the, the meme was you do something very idyllic and listen to that song. Oh. oh. It's not very good. Right. Well, don't sour this album for me, Lewis. All right, you can do your best, but I'm I'm not on TikTok, and I don't really know anything about it. So, and that's, that's is the there way it's is there stay. a TikTok dance for the chain? You is could that ask. How TikTok dances work. I don't know. Okay, this is my last song. We're going out with a, a okay. bang, a bang. I knew it. I bloody knew it. <laughs> you can't not have this song. Ugh. Oh, it's just such a great song, guys. This is Three Lions by Badil Skinner and the Lightning Seeds, a single from 1996, released just before the 1996 European Championships, the first major football tournament hosted in England since 1966, the year they won the World Cup. This is such an iconic song. Uh, you couldn't, if anyone was alive in 2018, which I mean, most of the human race is, you couldn't get away from it two years ago as uh, as England reached the semi-finals of the World Cup under Gareth Southgate's leadership in 2018. Oh, um, but I think just with this song, it was, it was everywhere, and it's almost a bit of a meme of itself. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely think it's such a clever song. I think it's. It perfectly captures the mood of every English England fan. It's the best because it's it's all about hanging on to memories of the past in this like love hate relationship, but also perpetually ready to get carried away again every few years anyway, knowing that it's just not going to happen. 
And it's what sport's all about. It's all about going back and watching classic YouTube videos of moments when you were a kid um, and highlights on the one hand and then also fully embracing the live palpable moment on the other hand. Um, yeah. It just really, it perfectly captures that. Lovely. It means very. It means a lot to you, Henry, and therefore it means a lot to us and the it listeners. Does. I've met. Yeah. I've met someone who has "It's Coming Home" tattooed on their bottom. Oh, <laughs> that is grotesque. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, someone I met on my ski season, who I shared a room with, has that on his <laughs> on his spot. and he does. He owns it. He doesn't regret it. He's just like, it is. <laughs> it is coming home, <laughs> and that's the end of my playlist. Oh, lovely job, mate. Lovely stuff. Very appropriate. Cracking. Good work. Uh, do you want to actually go in or am I doing it? Or go for it. Intro? Yeah. Yeah, just I'll go take us right away into the land of Lewis's sports day. All right, well, I'm going to preface this by saying there are some shit songs in here. <laughs> Oh, I, had, I, was, I was struggling to find a least, least favourite song. So. I, I was having a lot of fun listening to some absolute wank songs uh, <laughs> for this. I was googling just, or searching for just random words to do with sports and, and picking some really obscure stuff. And there's some really good songs in here and some absolute whoa, tosh. So let's have fun with that. Starting off right. with that song, I think is really funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is Egg and Spoon Race by The Wiggles from their uh, 20, 2019 album Party Time. Egg, spoon, egg, spoon, egg and spoon. The Wiggles are, of course, a, a classic children's band. Uh, formed in 1991, there are these four people who wear costumes, apparently. I have no idea who they are. Uh, I, I, I you guys, do know who they are. Yeah, I assume you guys would know with your younger siblings. Oh <laughs> uh, my! What for 1991? I know, I know. I've heard one of their songs a lot because whenever on on our Alexa, uh-huh. my brother George will go up and say, "Alexa, play Hot Potato," and Alexa will reply saying, "Hot Potato" by the Wiggles, and then we'll put on this really, really excruciating song. That's so um, fun. Yeah, so I do know that I. I do know the Wiggles. <laughs> I just thought this song was such so a great... surreal. Like this song, it's like I really could see it being put on as some sort of like, like if it wasn't by the Wiggles, some really like surreal folk song. It's almost like a sort of off J <laughs> interlude kind of vibe. Yeah, it really is exactly. I heard it. I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So song number two. There's a one minute little intro there. Song number two is Tennis Court by Lord. This is from her 2013 album Pure Heroin. Baby be the class clown. I'll be the beauty queen in tears. It's a new iPhone. Uh, which is a great album. Lord is a great artist. This song is really good. Big single at the time. I love Lord. She was 17 when this album came out, which is really impressive, obviously. Uh, and yeah, I think she's become a voice of a bit of a generation. Uh, for our age group, maybe a little bit older than us. I think she does the whole thing that Lana Del Rey does uh, with her sort of grumpy, moody music, but in a good way. Mm. I think they're in the same genre, and I think she does it better. It's much more interesting music. It's not something that I'm massively into. I wouldn't say I'm not. I don't like it, but I, I just don't. I haven't really don't listen to it. Maybe enough. 
I guess. Um, I'm in this. I'm in exactly the same position as Henry. But listening to it now, I enjoy, I enjoy it more than any Lana song I've listened to. But I do see the certainly. similarities. Similarity. If someone said this to me that this is Lana Del Rey, I think I'd believe them. Like yeah, mm. exactly. I think she does very similar music, but I think she executes it much much better. It um, does have more interesting elements to it. Yeah, I think, her, and then her 2017 album Melodrama is really good, and I think I'd really recommend listening to that for some like really crispy pop music. Okay, so song number three is uh, American Sports by the Arctic Monkeys from their 2018 album Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. I think is a very good album. I think I've played maybe one song from this album before. Yeah, you have. Yeah, and I said then, I think this album gets a lot of shtick for not being, not conforming to the stuff that Arctic Monkeys had done before. But I love it for that. I think it's it's really mature. Uh, and this song particularly is, is very moody and very apt for the rest of the album. It fits in so well with everything else. I love it. You can criticise artists for uh, not not releasing albums that sound what like what you expect them to but you also criticize artists for not moving with the times yeah. and progressing yeah. their sound so you just fucked either way basically <laughs> although that said i don't listen to this album so no i don't either but i don't mind it but i just don't listen to it mm. i think it's it's definitely very different to, to things like the, the older stuff right i feel like if you're a fan of their older stuff you're not you're not necessarily going to be a fan of the newer stuff uh, I think that they don't overlap that much at all, but I, I happen to also enjoy this style of their music. I also enjoy it. Yeah, I also enjoy it. I like this. How much link does it have to American sports? What does it say about American sports? Does it get annoyed that they call it soccer? I think that's exactly what the song's about, actually. Oh. Oh. Wow. Well done, Henry. <laughs> Why is it called football? Use your hands. Yeah, Ooh. it's a good argument. Song number four is called Sports Day by Jakan. Uh, it's a single released in, which year did it, did it released in? Uh, Louisa. 2020. This is a 2020 single from Jakan. I think it's really cool. I found this by typing in Sports Day into Spotify. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Um, and actually, I really, really like it. Jakan is a, he's a London-based producer. He has a total of, God, how many is it? Oh, very, very few monthly listeners. Uh, where's that number? So well-researched, you're seamless. <laughs> he has 100 monthly listeners. He's very, very small, and I think his song's really He has 100 cool. monthly listeners, 100 monthly listeners for Jakan. Jakan has 100 <laughs> monthly listeners. All right, James, I've had enough of you, all right? <laughs> you're lucky you're getting a player at all. But I think this fits into my my sort of style of music very, very much. That kind of uh, very synth-heavy, groovy, funky, almost R&B music. I really like that. And I, I very look forward to seeing what... Uh, I look forward to seeing what Jakan has to say for himself in the future. <laughs> why, do you, why do you say that like you're a teacher? Jakan, what, <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? He's leaning heavily on this. Silence uh, when you're talking to me. Young children theme. <laughs> I don't like uh, this as much as you. I ch- Sorry. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, fair yeah, enough. I think I agree, I'm afraid. That's okay. That's okay. This isn't one of my shit songs, so <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I just... 
I is, I've heard this before. I've, I've, I think it, it's a bit samey. It's a bit bore. Mm. It's a bit. I find it a bit dull, a bit bland for me. But sure. I think, but, but, but maybe that's the thing is that we've had quite a lot of like quite in your face punk today, like more than a lot. Of, mm. I, maybe that maybe that just accentuates how a lot of other music just feels a little bit more vanilla as a result. Yeah, I mean, sure. Dare I say that it's worse than the Egg and Spoon Race song by The Wiggles? Uh, well, I, yeah, like, when Lewis mentioned that it had that sort of sort of <laughs> alternative alt J sound, <laughs> like, yeah, it has got a higher score than... <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I think, I think, like, hipsters ourselves included if they heard something if they heard that or something like that in an album they'd be like oh it's just so like out there man there's just one point it's in so the ethereal. in the egg and spoon race song where the woman she says like in a very low voice like it is very difficult to keep the egg on the spoon and, and i was like that's just such a classic like an old j lyric like they would have that in one of their songs <laughs> okay yeah a bit of a change of pace now song number five uh, is three-legged race but in mini birch is from her 2017 album Tethered. This is beautiful, I think. Minnie Birch is an artist I only heard of recently. She's actually very rather unknown. 99 monthly listeners, one less than Jakan. Jakan, one less than. <laughs> you want to race us to the finish line. You say with our legs tied together. Uh, she's a English folk singer who has a beautiful voice and her lyrics are absolutely devastating. Uh, this is apparently what she's sort of known for. It's a quote here from Time Out magazine saying her riveted and so- uh, sometimes shocking lyrics are getting the recognition they deserve. It's interesting for me to see that she only has 99 monthly listeners because she's been very well celebrated in the, in the BBC, even going as far as Hugh Edwards keeping her as her uh, introducing artist of the week on Radio 1 uh, a few years ago. She's been playing on Radio 2 and Radio 6 many times, but still hmm. hasn't taken off. Oh. Interesting. Yep, she's got a new album out called um, You're Not Singing Anymore, which is also pretty beautiful. But this is from her first album, which I think is also really, really nice. Yeah, this is nice. I like this. This is very much something that you put that you put on your playlist. Mm. A sort of heartbreaking woman folk singer. <laughs> yeah. I also like the album art for this is lovely. She, uh, oh, mm. she does all her own artwork oh, as well, apparently. That's honestly gorgeous album art. Mm. Like, oh, awesome. And this has this this song has fewer than a thousand listens. Permission by this We is Got Henry's Keys. Ideal song. Permission by We Got Keys is more than that. <laughs> Something's wrong with the world, isn't it? Well, yeah. a lot a lot is wrong with the world, but that is one one piece of evidence. This is my sixth song. This is Participation Award by Cam McKay and Twenty One Hundred. This is I can't find anything about this. This is Cam McKay and Twenty One Hundred's only song on Spotify. Uh, there's no description, no artist, anything. This is from a compilation album from a label called Um Yep. It has less than a thousand plays. Uh, they have one monthly listener. <laughs> is that you? That's <laughs> me, apparently. I'm the only one who listens to it. That is bizarre. I know you're dragging us down with, with you. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that bad. I think mean, it's quite fun. Yeah, it is quite fun. It's not that yeah. bad. You're right. I think that's the best way to describe this. Not song. that bad. 
<laughs> in fact, you could even say, um, yep, yep. <laughs> you could say, yep. Wow, okay. Would you say, um, yep, volume two? Yeah, um, yep, um, yep. Volume, yeah, volume two, though. I, want, I don't want it too loud. Yeah, you wouldn't put it straight up. You wouldn't put it front and centre on the first volume, Oh, you? no. You, you just, you'd allow... Yeah, you'd have it just on in the background. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this is a... The reason this is on here is because, you know, participation awards are a thing you get at sports days. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people complain that a lot of kids these days, you know, they don't have to win, win anything, that trying is all that counts. What, like, people like Piers Morgan... People like Pierce Morgan, of course. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly the person I'm referring to. Yeah. Twats. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that it would be there to to shake the alt-right. Okay, so this song is called Football by Courting. It's a single from from 2020. They're a new band, just come out. Uh, they've been picked up by BBC6 Music recently. I found them by touching to the word football. I say I found them. Lama found them by touching to the word football. And she showed me this song. I really liked it. Uh, they have 7,500 monthly listeners, so I want them very young. I think it's quite cool. Football. Football. It's so weird how this sound and this length of song is so prevalent today yeah. Yeah. in our yeah. sports playlist. This fits That's very so much cool. in with the vibe that we have, maybe collective vibe. Yeah, if we have, does. if you could call it collective vibe, this is, this is, this is it. This yeah. Is it. Yeah. Yeah, but football is quite a, you know, or at least in popular culture, football, English football, is quite a gritty experience, isn't it? It's sort of, yeah. It's, it's traditionally associated with the, with the working yeah, exactly. class and, and, like with, and that sort of, and like pubs yeah. and sort of violence. And, I think yeah. it's getting further and further fair. away from that um, as years and years Every go day on. Every day yeah, straight I think further so. from sure. God's light. But, um, but it's interesting, yeah, it, it, it does conjure up this kind of, raucous sound isn't it it's raucous it does, impure yeah. sound so this was the the first song that i put on here because i searched for handball on spotify and put this on and i thought it was hilarious uh this is this is handball Ogoi by on gold featuring stolenator which is a single from 2018 it's this is abs- very intense it's absolutely Obnoxious in your face, balls to the wall. It's quite awful, but I quite oh, like yeah. it anyway. But I quite like it anyway. <laughs> I couldn't I did, find out. Yeah. I couldn't find out. I'm not joking. Literally anything about any of these artists. Oh, I don't even know it's... where they're from. Uh, some Nordic country, because you know I know that handball is big in Nordic countries, and the writing looks like it's Nordic. That yeah, good detective work. <laughs> it's very intense and. I quite like the drop. <laughs> okay, so my ninth song. This is called Tug of War by 424. Uh, this is a song from their 2020 album, The Art of 42. I thought this was really funny. I don't know why. I, in an almost mean kind of way, I find this her rapping is so weirdly awful that I really enjoy it. That is mean, Lewis. That's mean, Lewis. <laughs> These guys, okay, it's four to four. I, I really enjoy this, and I really am hoping for the, hoping for the best of them. Uh, four to four is a duo consisting of uh, Athea Abstract and Groovy G, who are from Louisville in the US, and I think it's really funny. These guys have seven monthly listeners, 
and I think some of those songs aren't actually that bad. I, I did enjoy listening to some of them. I really want to put this in there to give them some exposure. There are more unknown artists in this playlist than your unknown yeah. artists. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who are these artists? I think the com- I think the combined monthly listeners of all the artists you put on today would be the same as the lowest number of monthly listeners well, from you your... Had, yeah, probably. You had Lord and Arctic Monkeys, but since then, where have you taken oh, us, yeah, Lewis? Like, honestly. I, honestly, is... I, I really went down a rabbit hole. We're in the dregs of Spotify. <laughs> Literally, the, the bottom, I think I typed in the word tug of war for more like generic sports day games that you played in primary school. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, this, I'm glad I. I like that you've yeah. gone this route. Mm. I like that you've gone this route because, like you said, there aren't actually a huge amount of good songs strictly about sports. They're often a little bit ironic and have a, or have a tinge of that to them. So maybe it's telling that both James and I had two songs that clashed. Because you were trying to mm. go down mm. that route, so it's nice that you've gone down the slightly different route where you've just gone, you've gone all out bizarre, and all out random seemingly. Yeah, uh, it's it's probably good. Otherwise, we'd have probably had we would have probably had more clashes. Sure. You found some okay, you found some okay stuff as well. I'd say. Oh, trust me. Yeah, for every, yeah. For every song here, I there were fifteen songs that I wouldn't, I, I couldn't have put on because they just weren't good enough. Yeah, it's like if you go to a charity shop and buy all the CDs, oh. and then like some of them are going to be good. So this song, my last song, is called "Never Been Skiing" by Mawan from twenty nineteen. This is just awful, awfully bizarre. Uh, but I really enjoy it again for some sort of weird masochistic way. Oh, I heard your lips get chapped. I, heard I think I've, I think <laughs> I've seen this. I think isn't he a comedian? I think I, he is I, a comedian. Yeah, yeah, he is. So I swear I've actually seen this performed. Like I don't know, maybe I was on a YouTube rabbit hole. I think because I, right. I, I recognise that joke where he said, "What, what is a chalet? Is ain't that an yeah. onion?" I swear I've heard that. I know I've heard that before. So I like, yeah. I like this. And he, I, yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a minor comedian. He is, this guy has 500 monthly listeners. I think some of the jokes he has here are really funny. Funny trousers <laughs> that give you wedges. You might be saying YOLO, but I'll be saying no, bro. I'll live slow, I'll die. <laughs> this is really good. I'm glad you're enjoying it, because I was worried you wouldn't. I was worried you'd hate it. Oh, no. Oh, man. You don't know us at all. No, this is... Oh. I really like this. In fact, this may even be the best song you put on today. Yeah. All right. Well, a real eclectic mix there. Yeah, thank you very eclectic. much. I tried to my that was word. that was really fun. I lo- I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Thank you guys. I I feel like it was a uh, it was very fun to make. So I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as I did. I really don't want to put that one as my favorite news. <laughs> You've got to choose uh, Egg and Spoon, surely. Oh, think, God. think. Come on. Think of some of the ones that I played, James. Come on. Put, no, I know. Uh, uh, yeah, there are three. Put, there are three that I've already marked. But yeah, out. you're right. Egg and Spoon and Never Been Skiing were a lot of fun. They're like just to you know. <laughs> Why was Egg and Spoon Race so good? Yeah, yeah, great players, everyone. I mean, yeah, there was a bizarre one from you, Lewis. But uh, yeah, we'll see how the awards, how the awards favour you. <laughs> really? Oh, wait for it. It was really out in left field. Oh, yeah. Which I presume has something to do with sports. Yeah. Nice. Some, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Loads Some, of fields and yeah. sports. Nice. Nice. Reference, yeah, James. Great. <laughs> um, Thanks, right, we'll, we will move on to the awards section. So the awards that we will be giving out today are our favourite familiar song, our favourite new song that we heard for the first time today, our least favourite song, and the most appropriate song for the playlist title in question, which of course was Sports Day. 
So, James, you gave uh, your players first, so if you would give your awards first, please. Hmm, okay, so I'll start with my favourite familiar song. And there were a lot of, well, on Henry's players, there was a lot of songs that I knew, and a, and a lot of really, really good songs. I think, unexpectedly, Take the Skinheads Bowling was my favourite familiar song. Oh, I'm not song. surprised by that. Uh, just because... Yeah, I like, I don't know, like I haven't listened to it for ages yeah. and it just conjured up memories of being on holiday as well as being a sound that I mm. that I love. Um, and I think it really fit in with the sort of uh, accidental theme we had of short and, and sort of slightly humorous songs. So, yeah, that was my favourite familiar. In terms of favourite new, uh, I mean, Lewis brought a lot of songs that I hadn't heard before, <laughs> uh, but none of them are my favourite new song. <laughs> I think uh, I think Cheerleader by St. Vincent was probably my favourite new song. Oh, wow. I thought when it started, I was like, oh, where's this sort of, where's this going to take us? But actually, when it sort of, yeah, uh, like partway through it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this much more than I really thought I would. Mm. So I'm certainly listening to the Get That Again, although I will say I saved um, lots of others, well, a couple of others uh, from today. And LeBron James was also fantastic. Mm. So I'm glad you showed me both of those, Henry. Mm. I think the most appropriate song... What, your least? What? Oh, my least favourite song. That was Sports Day by whoever sung that. Jakar. Um, Jakar. Yeah, I don't think that was very good. Um, but we went over that mm. as we were talking about it. I mean, Lewis, some of the... I mean, your playlist was fantastic, but individually... <laughs> awful. As you said, <laughs> Awful. But, like, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a lot of fun, and some of the songs were surprisingly good from that. So, you know, don't feel bad about it. No, nah, no, nah, I came into that. this knowing that I was going to get no awards, and I accepted that completely. <laughs> that was my least favourite, yeah. And I think the most appropriate was uh, Three Lions. Oh, um, yes. Just inescapably. And it does it does remind me of that of that time whenever it was that we had the football um, whole situation <laughs> we had, going we had on. all the and football, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one year where there was just football. <laughs> but, like, I actually I actually almost cared about it in that year. Well, oh, not that I can remember which one I it remember, was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I got, James, we were in London with I got London caught up ben, in the excitement. We? Yeah, I we went into the pub and, like, we were watching, like, some game or something. <laughs> and, then, and then some people were like, oh, yeah, look at that. And I was like, yeah, football. And then, it was, yeah. So it does remind me of that. And actually... It was really a really like palpable atmosphere everywhere in the country. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, so there you next, go. Next time words. there's a major tournament, um, I'm just gonna hang. Yeah, if you hang around with me, then maybe we could elicit some kind of excitement from you. Um, wow. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to it. Why not? I mean, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't mind. I, sometimes I don't really like watching football with people who claim they know football because um, they just say yeah, some really go. silly stuff. I definitely stuff. won't claim that. No, exactly, yeah. I can just lord it over you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, go, I'll do my awards then. Go on. So there's, there weren't a lot of familiar songs. In fact, other than Total Football and The Chain, which I picked myself, the only, th- I mean, three songs I knew were Get Your Head in the Game from High School Musical, <laughs> <laughs> Going to the Gym by Lethal Bizzle, and Never oh. Been Skiing by Moan. So, like, oh, it's no. not a huge... But then I can pick one, you know, if James picked them, but I pick, yeah. I can pick one that James picked, surely. Like, I'm allowed to... Sure. I think so. I mean, it, there's something wrong if, I think, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac comes up and doesn't get favourite familiar. That is... Mm. That got a solid 10 from me. Um, 
so yeah, that's my favorite familiar song. Uh, they, you know, if I were to caveat and say it's one from that I have heard before um, that I didn't pick myself, it would be Never Been Skiing. But uh, so it depends whether you think that I'm crossing the line mm. picking one that I also picked. So, I'll yeah. let it slide. I think it's been done Shall before. I'll let it slide like skis yeah. slide down a hill. Good, good. Thank you very yeah. much. So my favourite new song, um, Three Legged Race from Mini Butch did come pretty close, but I don't know how much of it depended on how much I like that artwork because I, I like, um, but I did really like that song. I also hadn't heard American Sports by Arctic Monkeys. And I really liked that. I need to give that album more of a listen. Um, I make my it own. is worth it. Yeah, it I make my own it. mind up about it. But I think I think everyone's a winner by. Did you say T Seagal or is it Ty Seagal? I said T Seagal, but it might be Ty ah, Seagal. Well, whoever it is, you have a good song and a good cover. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Mm. I think I'll be listening to that definitely again. It only just edged it above those two songs that I mentioned before. Mm. Um, and my least favorite song, same as James actually. Is Sports Day? I think you know it would have been. You could argue it would have been Egg and Spoon Race had had you not have made that very apt point that it does sound pretty alternative in places. I actually, so as a result, I've got a bit of a. It's got a bit of a cult following from us now. That song. <laughs> so you uh, you can't begrudge it that. I'm gonna give it to Sports Day by Jacan. I didn't like that. Also, I I didn't. I actually didn't like Marathon by Tennis. I thought that was a bit dull. Um, that's oh, yeah. I didn't okay. really warm to that massively. I thought it was a bit, bit bland. But mm. um, like for example, that got a lower score bad. than "Get Your Head in the Game" by High School Musical from High School Musical, like, which came before. <laughs> so <laughs> that itself tells you something. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but then maybe that's because actually, you know, that song was just that 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 musical was just all about our. It was all around in in primary school, wasn't it? Yeah, so, exactly. You know, just brings back those exactly. memories. And then my most apt. The, the playlist title is called Sports Day. I felt like Lewis was the only one who properly embraced that as a title in terms mm. of Sports Day rather than just sports and came in straight from the off, you know, with a kid's song from Sports Day and a race that is purely Sports Day and that is Egg and Spoon Race. And yes. that is the most appropriate song from today. That's obscene, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Thank um, you, Henry. That was yeah, great. Yeah, let's go for yours. I'm gonna go for it. Let's do it. Uh, favorite familiar. Well, Henry, if you hadn't been so egotistical, I would have been there to uh, back you up. Oh, favorite good. familiar is obviously, obviously is the chain by Fleetwood Mac. It can't not. Mm. It can't not be. Honestly, it's, it's one of the well, yeah one of the few perfect songs that exists in this world. Um, I think my favorite newcomer was Tough. I did like. Uh, Cheerleader by St. Vincent. I like that. Mm. I like LeBron James a lot. Um, I liked Total Football. That was good fun. Mm. Yeah. I liked uh, Sports, the song that James played. I like that mm. one. For my favourite familiar, a uh, favourite new song, my favourite newcomer is going to go to uh, Sunday Liga by the Imbeciles. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Fair play. I did like that a lot. That was nice. My least favourite, sadly, is going to go to Get Your Head in the Game by Troy. Oh, oh come no, on. You haven't got a heart. To me. I haven't got a heart. Uh, just imagine, it's still, imagine Troy's little face. It's still got a 6.6 for me, to be honest. Oh, that's pretty good. So, like, it shows, you know, there was actually a pretty, a pretty good standing. Uh, I also wasn't a big fan of Finish Line by, by Dayjack. Yeah, I also didn't like oh. that either. 
Uh, it wasn't like yeah. a, it wasn't a big hit for me. Uh, and also, gonna fly now. That song that Henry played. Oh, from Rocky. Yeah. I mean, I I see mm. I see its aptness and I see why it's appropriate, but in terms of enjoying the song, I'm sort of like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah guess it is a bit cheesy, isn't it? Oh, I mean, it's it very is, cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Outside the context of Rocky, it wouldn't have been anything, right? No. It yeah, it would never would have. Mm. So in terms of that, it wasn't a great song, but uh, yeah, and my most appropriate song, I'm gonna give to Three Lions also. Oh, get it. Yeah, I mean, it's Hen- it is. Yeah, Henry's your rousing speech was was very rousing. Yeah, I was roused. Yeah, I was roused. I still am a bit roused. <laughs> roused, but roused. I was. That's besides the point. Yeah. A hundred, li- hundred listeners has Jakan. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my okay, awards. Okay, great. Thanks for those awards. No worries. All right. Thank you both of you, and thank you as always to the listeners for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at the Playlist Game on all three. Predictably enough. If you've got any thoughts, feedback, questions, playlists of your own anything really uh, we'd love to hear from you so get in touch but other than that we have been james henry and lewis this has been the play this game and goodbye or good night thanks guys that was great fun bye bye bye